I love the, the new factory stuff. You know, it's it's cool. But you throw a carburetor on it, you have, you know, the old school mentality, and it gets it done. It's time for Class Racing Today, the podcast for the NHRA Class Racing fan. Welcome back to Class Racing Today. ClassRacingToday.com is our website. ClassRacingToday at gmail.com is the email address. This is episode 31. Don't forget if you want uh, t-shirts, stickers, you can email us at ClassRacingToday at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on the social medias, all over Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, Class Racing Today. Uh, remember, this weekend, today is July 15, 2021, starting the 17th through the 18th in Bra- at the Brainerd International Raceway's the 8th Annual Paul Bunyan Classic, brought to you by Line Performance Midwest Class Racers. Thank you so much for your support of the show. Don't forget that. Um, Bobby, what's going on? I'm in Jersey. I was just thinking about all the racing that's going on this weekend and how I think I'm the only racer that's not actually racing this weekend. So I'm a little bit embarrassed, <laughs> to say the least. Well, your you're, uh, uh, co-host, who is MIA again, uh, is going to be there this weekend uh, at the uh, Paul Bunyan Classic. So what... Uh, See, again, this win. is this is probably what he's doing. He claims he's wor- doing stuff with his children today, but you never know. So what what's going on in the New Jersey world? The sun is shining. I am I've been thrashing ever since I got married. However, I haven't been thrashing on a race car <laughs> this time. I'm thrashing <laughs> on actually, I don't even know if the audience knows this, but on a condo that I picked up uh, at the shore last year during the pandemic that I I got off of an elderly woman. The place hadn't been updated in many, many years, and I'm trying to get it ready for August, and here it is July 15th. So I feel like, you know, no matter what it is, racing or a renovation, I feel like I'm just always thrashing. There's never enough time, and that's just my life. I'm just, that's that's me. That's that's Bobby Fazio right there. So, if it wasn't for the last minute, nothing <laughs> would get done. So it is the terms thrashing, is that a New Jersey thing? Especially when you say you got something off an old lady and then you're thrashing about it. This sounds kind of detrimental. <laughs> it sounds like a problem. <laughs> Explain that a little bit. <laughs> Nothing. It's just like working on a Ford. Gotcha. Okay. Every five minute job I, <laughs> I take on with this condo, it turns into a three hour. This doesn't fit right. That's not the measurement was off. Whoever built this 50 years ago didn't do it right. Mm. It's like the same thing. I'm used, I'm used to it. I have to say I'm used to it. One of these days, I'll buy a turnkey condo and a Chevrolet, and I won't have any of these problems anymore. <laughs> I bet. I bet. What's happening in the racing this, this, uh, right now, and did anything happen last week? We had a Division Six race last week in Woodburn, Oregon, and this week we have um, a lot of racing going on. Man, like as you said, the Paul Bunyan Classic, July 17th and 18th at Brainerd Raceway. Uh, where our co-host Brian is going, we have a Jeg Sports Nationals starting today, actually, in Hebron, Ohio, National Trail Raceway. Uh, that is today and tomorrow, and then there's a Division Three race also taking place right there, mm-hmm. back-to-back. Uh, so they have a nice two-race weekend there. Then in Sonoma, California, we have a Division Seven uh, double going on there this weekend. So they have, uh, again, today and tomorrow is their first race, and then Saturday, Sunday, 
second race. So two two doubles. That's it's a pretty cool thing. You're getting two grade points in one weekend. And then uh, this weekend, there's also a national event, the Mile High Nationals, the Dodge Mile High NHRA Nationals, presented by Pennzoil, which is in Morrison, Colorado. That's Bandamere Speedway. That's the track that if you go there, your car slows up almost about, I don't know, a half a second or more, and you get a special index when you race there. Wow. So I've never been there, and it's, I don't know how many thousands, it's like 10,000 feet above sea level, and your car just goes really slow let's see if our host was ever there or uh, our host i'm the host let's see if our guest was ever there (laughs) he could be the host today and he's probably better than i am anyway so today we have a special guest for you young young gun you know we we try and switch between old and young male and female you know we have to we have to try and cover all the bases here stock and super stock though today our uh our guest here he he was always as far as I knew, a, a killer stalker driver, but he's actually moved into super stock now. A little, you know, we'll ask him about that uh, in today's episode. But um, his father is also a, a well-known race car and chassis uh, builder. He originally comes out of Maryland, Dunkirk, Maryland, but he now resides in Statesville, North Carolina, right out of uh, outside of Mooresville. Mr. Adam Keir. Adam, how you doing? Pretty good, y'all. How are you? Excellent, excellent. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, I appreciate it. So, Adam, to me, you've always been the kid from down south who drives this killer fast A stock automatic uh, 1970 Nova with the 402 uh, big block. But now, lately, I've been seeing this SS what EA on the side of your car. <laughs> like, what, what's what's going on here? Well. So I've been, I've been racing since two, 2009 with the Stalker. And, uh, you know, it's just time for a change. It's, it's more the lines of, you know, the, there's nothing bad about stock. It's just, you know, when you're running, I'm going to try to keep this clean. <laughs> when, when you're running the slow cars, it, it's a lot harder to judge. The spread from, you know, in stock is between, you know, 950 to 1550. You know, that's a big spread. And the majority of these, of the stockers, you know, they're, they're in between like 1175, you know, in that ballpark. And I always get stuck with the V stock automatic. And, you know, when you're going, you know, 10 O's to, you know, 980s, I mean, you're, you're coming down on them 45, 50 mile an hour and you, you just can't judge them. Um, so I, I made the switch last year, um, at Rockingham. Um, I told dad, I was like, you know, we get to take 110 pounds out. Let's let her eat. Let's not do this bagging stuff, dumping at a thousand, all that, you know, trying not to hurt the index. Let's just go out there and have some fun. And, you know, it, it's turned out it's, it's a whole lot better because super stock, I mean, you got, yeah, you got your fast cars, but I mean, your your average is between 920 and you know 1050 and that that ballpark is just a whole lot easier to judge especially on the top end and uh you know it, it's 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 a whole lot better i like it you know i'm just a footbreaker but you know I, I can go against anybody i'm not scared so by putting your stalker into super stock you're still you're still running by the stalker uh driving rules then you're still using a two step mm-hmm. um no trans brake uh air how about the air shifting are you going with that well (laughs) 
I have I have gone with the air shifter, um, just because I can tend into it. And I told Dad uh, when I was down at Charlotte, I was like, "Man, this is like a Cadillac. I don't have to do anything. It's kind of boring, you know." But um, I told Dad, I was like, "You know what? Let's just make one run without the air shifter. See what it does, you know, just to make sure I still can shift by the shift light." But um, you know, half time I just shift by ear. But um, but yeah, it's 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 a whole lot easier. It's, I can focus a whole lot more, um, with one less thing that you have to do, you know, you, you can uh, apply your attention to the tree, um, and how the race is going down. Yeah, definitely. When you can just leave the starting line and, and just watch your opponent basically for the whole next 1,319 feet, that's, that's gotta be nice. Now, you and I, I, I feel like we would argue for hours about you are switching out your advantage in stock, your A stock automatic of chasing these cars down and would rather go into super stock and get chased. But because you're saying since your car can go, you know, it's what are we saying for your ETs here? 10, 10, I'll, 20s, in, 10 in stock, I can go 140 under. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm dumping out a thousand and you can't you can't be consistent um, driving the finish line if you're dumping at a thousand or one, or if you're behind on the tree and you go down and, you know, you have nothing to do. You have a drop spot. You can't do anything. And, you know, this, this way I can run it balls to the wall, you know, and, and let her scream for a little bit, you know, that is nice. You know, ditch the thousand foot racing, go out there, let it all hang out. That's I, I can understand you switching to super stock for that. And I respect that. That's great. I'm so sick of watching these, the sandbagging thousand foot racing. I mean, I wish, I wish I was in that, you know, that realm yeah. where I could actually partake in those strategies, but you know, I can't right now. Uh, maybe one day, but I know, uh, I know Craig Galtieri does that a lot. I know he's listening right now, commenting, Hey Craig, he says Denver is one of the coolest tracks out there, but um, yeah, that's, I, I get it. I get why you're why you're doing it. Let's uh, let's talk about your car a little bit here. Now the thing is crazy fast. It goes 140 under. It leaves beautifully. Does a <laughs> gorgeous wheelie. It's a gorgeous yeah. car and lands great and and runs fast. So who built the car? When did you acquire the car? I mean, I know your dad probably turned it into a race car, but uh, did you guys buy it from somebody first before? Before so literally, um, it was. Uh my 15th birthday present cool. to be honest with you um we found like, it time out can your it. can your parents adopt me for like a like a, <laughs> my birthday yeah. well, my birthday just passed though so never mind <laughs> they uh when dad and i um we dad showed me a picture and i said what is this he was like this is what you're going into i'm like what do you mean this is this is your your race car. Really? So when we went and looked at it, it was 45 minutes away from my house. Uh, the car was completely rust-free. Um, that's really hard to find in Maryland, um, you know, because it is in the swap belt and everything. Um, but, you know, we found it, and immediately we, uh, uh, we took it back to my dad's shop, and uh, not like 15 minutes later, I already, I already was getting dirty. I was, I was tearing it apart. I was, I was so ready. Um, 
it took a year and a half to build. Um, dad wanted, dad wanted to come out, you know, strong. He wanted to come out, you know, on top. I mean, you know, he does a lot, you know, for NHRA and everything like that. So, you know, he, he wanted something very safe for me. Um, you know, so he, uh, he did that and, you know, Jerron Settles like just knocked it out of the park with the paint. I mean, I, if I would have told you that that car right now is 12 years old, like wow. people go crazy over it. They're like, no way. I'm like, yeah, it's 12 years old. Um, you know, so, and, and everything in that car is, I mean, it's got a funny car cage. It's got a fire system. It's got, you know, all the trick stuff. Um, a lot of titanium stuff, a lot of, you know, research and development and trying to find everything lightweight because we wanted to be the, we, well, we're not the baddest right now because there's, there are some others, but, um, you know, we're, we're a contender, um, you know, and if, if, if I have a heads up either in stock, you know, which I'll, I'll go back to stock and, you know, run some heads up stuff, but the, the heads up's where it's at, um, you know, and, and, and that car, it, it, it's, it's probably a 12 out of 10, you know, it, it's, it's probably one of the nicest cars, nicest stalkers out there, you know, definitely. Um, it is and, and I car. have a lot of pride in that. Adam, when you guys picked up the car, was it, it was a street car then? Did you guys yeah. drive it home or did you have to trailer at home? Was it, no, was it a running um, vehicle? It was actually, uh, in a barn. <laughs> oh. with no motor it was just the shell in the frame and it had flat, four flat tires um and it was puke green <laughs> like puke green but the only thing uh that's cool about that car is i still have the original bin i still have the original seats and i have the original dash are you running are you racing with the original yep. seats in stock yep I don't oh, have Kirkley's. So cool. This is, yeah. this is all, I love the, that. The, the whole seat material on the bottom is the original seat. That's great. And then the, I did that for a while until I lost the round because the seat <laughs> lurched back on me while I was trying to, you know, when I launched the car and they were heavy. And I finally bit the bullet like two, last year or two years ago and put the Kirkies in. I just, it's not the same. The car is so cool with all yeah. the factory dash, all the knobs, the seats. So that's cool that you're still doing that. Yep. Um, so your dad, I'm, if your dad went through the car, I know it's, I know it's fantastic. The thing leaves, I know a lot of cars that your dad worked on. He's, he's, he's killer at what he does. How about the, uh, the motor and the trans and the rear who, how did you guys go about, um, so we wanted, we wanted a car that nobody else had. You have a lot of 396, 375 horse, you know, Camaros out there. You got the, you know, the Mopars, you, you know, everybody has them. Nobody has a Nova, you know, especially a 70. The 70 is the only year that you can run the 402. And then with that, with that combination, in, in 1970, uh, Chevrolet made the 402 aluminum head motor, um, which is basically a 396, just bored out. Um, but it, it, it makes me have my own domain where I can control, you know, how fast I want to go, if I want to hit it, if, you know, everything like that. And, you know, and, and not get, not get hurt by others, you know, um, that was the biggest thing. 
I mean, that that's why we, you know, did that. Um, the motor, um, it's been through a lot. We started off with the steelhead motor, and that was Joe DiMarzio. He, uh, he's a D1 guy, you know, really good, really cool guy. Um, he, uh, he sold us the, our steelhead and, uh, I'm, I'm pretty hard on valve springs, uh, especially on top end. Um, there's a couple of videos of me just, you know, dog ripping somebody, but you know, it is what it is. And, and that motor expired. Um, so then we went to the aluminum head and the aluminum head, um, you know, has been my go-to, um, it's phenomenal. Um, Joe does an excellent job. Um, he rate his son races super stock. Um, you know, and Joe Joe's your engine builder. Joe DeMarzo yeah, is the one that gave you the first motor. Joe DeMarzo, yeah. really cool guy. Division one, always has a cigar. Uh, but when you say Joe with the motor, who's is this? Oh, Joe Joe? Clark. Joe Clark, my bad. Um, he's out of you know Springfield, Virginia. Um, and dad used to, you know, um he used to race pro stock back in the day. Um, he used to, uh, teamed up with Larry Morgan and all that. So, uh, you know, him and dad were really close, um, because dad was building a bunch of comp cars and, um, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, they, they got tied together and that's who my dad got, you know, his eight kind of altered, you know, motor from. So it, it just trickled down to, you know, Hey, well, let's let's build something badass that will go out and shock the whole country. You know, saying, "Hey, you know, this is what we got. You know, bring it." Um, the transmission uh, is another D1 racer, Liam Moranian. Um, it's a uh, metric 200, and it's <laughs> that thing's been going through um, with fine tooth comb. Um, the rear end I know is uh, Mark Williams. You know, you got to have the best stuff. Plus, dad's, you know, really close with them. Um, you know, and, and with all that combined, I mean, it, it just made a killer package, um, you know, through throughout my years. Now, what's the fastest that car has gone? Can you tell us? You know, maybe you went to a <laughs> test and tune one day and you just let it rip. No one was there watching. We went... We went to uh, the Hagerstown stock super stock combo at the end of the year. It's always mine shaft conditions. Um, we were at eight, we were at legal weight, um, which back in the day was thirty four ten. Um, we went a nine sixty two at one hundred and thirty eight. Wow! <laughs> and that was an A. So A is a, a eleven eleven flat. flat, right? Yeah. Yep. Woo, 962. What was the mile per hour? 138. 138. Okay. Man, that's kicking. What what combo is this then? You're saying it's a 402. What was the advertised and NHRA rated? Uh it's a 396 or a 396, 375 horse. So it's the 396, 375, but they so in 1970, Chevy, uh, what did they bore this one out a little extra? Mm -hmm. Did they use a longer stroke on it? Educate they, this they, guy right now. They just boarded out eleven, um, and it it's the only motor like um I know like the seventy Camaro like a stock automatic. Uh, a friend of, a friend of mine has a Chevelle that he yeah. I believe runs the four hundred two and a seventy Chevelle in C stock automatic. So yeah, it was it, it was like they only made a couple of them, but I mean you know 
and those combinations, they're, they're just, it's a really good combination, you know? Um, you can control your own destiny, um, so they say. <laughs> so now um, you throw the aluminum heads on it. Mm -hmm. Now that's rated differently, I'm assuming. Do you have to add 10 horsepower or something? So it, it comes out to like a 4, 410, I think, with the aluminum heads. Um, that's my uh, horsepower now. I have to weigh, you know, uh, 3485 um, because I, I smacked it at Cecil County a couple of years back. Um, it, it wasn't it wasn't a fun weekend um <laughs> going to short detail i had carl martell heads up um this is i think second round and you know i i had him on the tree a little bit but you know those camaros they got a lot of mile an hour with them um and i took it through by two thou um i went at 85 with the one he went at 84 with a uh five i think um, and, and I had, you know, the whole shot advantage. Um, I had to put it back in bracket mode, race, uh, Allie Smith, who's, you know, a really good racer, um, you know, to come back and be, you know, three total on her, it, it's just, it's hard. And then knowing that if you win that round, you're in another heads up against Johnny Gray. <laughs> so you know i had we threw everything back in it you know the coals back in it and you know that that weekend um when i went to the 85 i knew you know i told johnny i was like look let's just run to a thousand whoever whoever's you know ahead you know just lift well i was a little bit late um and i'm really uh competitive i didn't want uh I didn't want him to win. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I, I've I lost and and I did and you know it it's okay. But I backed it up with an eighty three. Um, so I I raised two flags that weekend. You know, got more horsepower and and you know now I'm stuck. But you know it's it's okay. Well, you didn't go one twenty under. You were about one seventeen. So you had you did that twice, which yeah. definitely raises the review. You just had to. You had to go slow for, for the rest of the year. I guess you didn't want to do it. Uh, I did. I had to go down to Georgia, Florida. Um, I had to go out, you know, west for me um, and try to get my average back up. We were, you know, trying everything under the sun. We would be almost to be weight. And, you know, you can't just carry all that weight, you know, going that fast. It, it's it's not – it hurts the car and everything. Um, and And, you know – Right now, it's it is what it is. You know that was you know three or four years ago that I that I got flagged. So hopefully we can talk to NHRA and let me go back. back <laughs> to, <laughs> What's the natural class of that car? Um, <laughs> the natural right now is an A car. So I could run double A, um, or I could run B. I I've never I've never ran B in my life. I have ran double A. Um, I, I did that at ACO a couple times, um, a couple IHRA events, you know, I was double A, but, um, you know, now if I was to go back to stock, I mean, I would be in double A. Yeah. I would say double A that's got a, a, not a very favorable index. That's a 1070. So you could run that yeah. just barely at a weight. And wouldn't that have helped you if you wanted to stay going nine, nine seventies? Yeah, it, it is. But then you come into the factor of, my luck of the draw my luck of the draw 
every time that I go to a D1 or D2 race, I get an M stock automatic, a Z stock automatic. I mean, <laughs> you name it, I get it. I, I don't care. Everybody else can have the pick of the litter. I always get stuck with the slow guy. And and I told dad, I was like, what do I, what do, I do? He was like, I don't know. You're, you're screwed. <laughs> Hope and pray. So you, I know that's, that's crazy because now me as the, as the, I was always L stock and now I moved up to K, but I'm always getting a factory stock car or, you know, A or B fast cars, fast cars. I never get like another, you know, an IJK car where, where you can easily judge the whole way down the track. So I guess you and I are in the same boat when it comes to uh, our luck of the draw, if you will. (laughs) Yeah. But you are, I mean, for a young guy, you are, you have embraced the old school mentality of stock limit. It took me a while to do that. Now I I was racing uh, super stock before I ever ever even raced stock. And to me, I was one of those like, ah, it's just a bracket race. I don't care how fast the car goes. Four tenths under the index. Good enough. Let's go. Let's bracket race. But now as I've gotten older and my car's gotten faster and faster, both cars are performing pretty well now. I'm like addicted to going faster and faster. I fully embraced the the performance aspect of stock and super stock. And you have too. Like you you're all about it. So that's great. You love the heads up. You love the performance. You're not you're not out there to just like chill with the bracket race. Um, tell us about that. How'd you get so obsessed with with the performance aspect of stock eliminator? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, my it, it was my first race, um, and we were at ACO for the divisional, and uh, I was going like 10-20s back then. Like it, it, I was slow. I admit I was slow back then, but uh, I had Dan Fletcher and it was a heads up. And like, that was like kind of the turning point when I looked over at a thousand feet and I had a car and a half on them. Oh, I just went crazy. You know, I I lost it because I mean, you know, I was, I was, I was still, uh, still in high school. You know, I, I, you know, you wouldn't imagine you, you racing somebody like a legend, like Dan Fletcher. Um, you know, heads up, and then you know you actually you know outperform them, and you're like you're blown away. So you know, of course, you know I had a big head back then. You know, <laughs> I've calmed down a whole lot. You know, but but no, nah, that that was that was the turning point. Um, uh, I love I love the heads up. I love top stock. Top stock. Back in the day, I I remember you know just sitting on the fence uh, fence down at the finish line at Maple Grove. Um, just watching, you know, all like all these heavy hitters just go at it and throw the coals to it. And, um, you know, when uh, Brian Martell, he uh, he drove uh, my Nova at uh, at Indy back in like 2012. And that's when we first had the aluminum head motor. And uh, he goes and, you know, he's the fa- he's the fastest uh, old school car in in a stock and you know it, it's it, that's the cool part you know i i love the the new factory stuff you know it's it's cool but you throw a carburetor on it you have you know the old school mentality um and it gets it done that's the thing um and and that that's the cool part I, that's why i love you know the heads up stuff um i i, I wouldn't trade it for anything <laughs> now and and even if you you know, you, you give it your all and, you know, 
I've I've won a couple class eliminations and I've lost one. Actually, when I when I went my quickest ever, I lost that one. So like, it's the only time that you can actually still be kind of happy after you lose. Like mm-hmm. performance heads up, and unfortunately, it was the last uh, summer nationals at Englishtown before Englishtown closed. But I got that car to go faster than I could ever get it to go before, and I lost by like two hundredths of a second. But I was I was happy about it, and that's just. Ah, the performance aspect of stock is great. And stock is like my, you know, my love. Like I grew up loving super stock. I love the big wheelies. And I just, when I was a little kid, I was like, what's the point of stock when we have super stock? Like I, di- I just didn't understand. <laughs> like what's the point of pro stock truck when we have pro stock. But uh, yeah, now stock old school muscle cars. I mean, just think about that double a stock automatic heads up final between Johnny Gray and John Shaw a couple weeks ago at new England. I mean, there's nothing better. And by the way, for anybody, I had this going on Facebook. Um, that video for NHRA had over a million views on it when they posted that final on their Facebook page. Second place to that out of all their posts that week was uh, John Force's round, and it had about 300 and something thousand views. So Johnny Gray and John Shaw blasted the John Force video by over 700,000 views. So congrats to you, gentlemen. Way to go. And Anybody else, uh, you probably all noticed Johnny Gray was on the cover of the national recent national dragster. So I think NHRA knows what's up here. People are still into muscle cars. We have a, you know, we have spectators if they want us to have them. We'll have, you know, TV views if they would allow us to have them. We get the Facebook views when they allowed us to have them. So NHRA, I hope, I hope you're paying attention. There's, there's a market <laughs> out there. Take advantage of it. So that's my rant there. Sorry about that, Adam. Uh, let's go back to, so you beat Fletcher at ACO heads up. I mean, is that now your favorite track? Do you have a favorite track? Cecil is a lot of people's favorite track because they go fast there, but that kind of worked against <laughs> you. So, um, Favorite track? Um, I, it's, it's a toss-up. Um, I think my favorite is, is definitely Maple Grove. Um, you can't go wrong with it, especially the Dutch classic. That That's like the best race to go to, even though that nine times out of 10, it rains, but it's still the, the best, you know, race. Um, other than that, to be honest with you, South Georgia Motorsports Park, um, it's, it's in the middle of nowhere, but the track is just so nice. Um, it, it's probably one of the smoothest tracks I've actually raced on. Um, you know, and, and I mean, you have your others that, you know, are, are decent and everything. I mean, Cecil's good, but, you know, it, the shutdown, I mean, you're, if you don't have brakes, you're going into a ravine, <laughs> you know, and you, you're, it's that sharp turn. And I don't know. I mean, Cecil's, Cecil's good, but um, to be honest with you, another one would be New Media. New Media is pretty solid. Um, I went there last year uh, for the combo race, uh, and and I loved it. Um, I had my buddies from North Carolina that you know we we all you know parted together and everything, and you know we had a fun time. And 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 you know that that race is like phenomenal. And I'm going this year, you know, just because of that. The Class Racer Nationals, I assume, is what you're referring yes. to. That's put on by Ken Mealy uh, of Class Racer dot com but yeah that race is going on this year july 31st and august 1st at new media 
And the week before at New Media is the uh, Division One uh, points race as well as a National Open. So mm-hmm. there's a double race there. So after this week, you're going you're going racing this weekend bracket racing. Yep. But Division One, we have about four races in a row, or four weekends in a row, I believe. If uh, if you're going to hit all those, also, what do you think? New Media, <laughs> New Media, Atco, Divisional. Well, Atco, I'm going to skip. <laughs> um. <laughs> Because I don't want to sit out in the sun on asphalt and 95 degree weather <laughs> in Jersey. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go to the, the class racer uh, uh, race. I might go to the uh, divisionals, but, you know, with, with everything being so close together, um, I'm trying to space it out between, you know, my bracket racing and this. So, you know, um, and on on top of that, it gives dad a chance to to race the car, you know, and, and that he likes that. He likes to, you know, you know, hammer down the track a couple of times, even though that, you know, he's not the best. But, you know, he uh, <laughs> he, right. he likes to do it, you know, and I can't take it away from him. He's he's almost 70 years old, um, you know, and, and that that means a lot to me, you know, personally. Um, you know, he's he's done so much for the sport um and everything so you know i'm gonna i'm gonna hit a couple divisionals um bmp maple grove um you know uh i'm gonna do uh what other rockingham galat um i might i'm i don't know oh yeah cecil county i'll do cecil county at the end of the year you know that's a go-to so you know, I got a couple and then, you know, I just entered for the Maple Grove national event. Um, you know, so that, that's a big thing. Um, did you enter I, super I, stock or stock? <laughs> super stock. Ooh, so did I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- I know there's going to be at least one more e-car and I think I have a, a little bit more horsepower than he does. So. How about um, Bruce Riley and, and Johnny Armstrong? Are those guys are the Canadians uh, allowed to come down yet? Have, have they been like released? Well, from... John Armstrong was on the list, so. All right, there you go. Uh, but he's he's probably what Superstock A automatic. Yeah, he's, or automatic? yeah A automatic. Um, <laughs> there's I think a '68 Camaro, um, that runs Superstock E automatic. That you know it said F, but I know he runs E, so we might have something for him. You know, I'm you know it, it's. In September, Maple Grove, you never know what's going to happen. It's either going to be hot or it's going to be really good. And, I mean, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Let's hope no rain, rain yeah. though. Oh, my goodness. See, I, I want to see you get back into uh, a stock automatic because I want to see a heads-up run between you and who I think is the quickest a stock automatic car in the country. He's also a phenomenal car painter as well. Uh, <laughs> You might know who I'm talking about. If I'm not, I got to give you a couple more hints here. Who, that duck? All right, Travis H. No, 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 it's too obvious. Let's go with T. Hess, all right? Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's quick. I, I, I give him that. He, he's Right? He I might bet him. on him if you guys get paired up. I need a match race. Maybe you guys can do a match race here. I got, I'm, da- I, I'm down any time. I'm putting yeah. my $5. <laughs> might have to put that on Travis Hess. Ooh, damn. I'm sorry. I mean, you might lose that because we all know, I hate to say it, but I'm always quicker. 
than Travis. Um, even though that we both got, you know, ex pro stock racers building our motors. Um, we, we have a, we have a rivalry. Um, I, I personally, I do not like Travis. Um, not one bit. Um, <laughs> we, we had our differences and everything and, you know, it, it's, it's coming. And I know a couple of years ago, everybody thought, you know, oh, we, you know, we, I said some stuff on Facebook and, you know, it, the word spreads and, uh, we, we, <laughs> We uh we we just live in it, you know. We we love it. Um, but on a serious note, Travis and I are really good friends. Um, we uh he actually painted my junior um when I was you know racing juniors and everything. And and I I I you know Bucky and everything, he's he's made the this uh the Hemi cars what they are today. Um, you know, back in the day, it was Bucky Hess, Joe Clark, and my dad, and he had the fastest in the country. Um, and it's proven, you know, and, you know, I, I understand people go their other ways and stuff. They want to try better things and everything. And, you know, but that doesn't break a friend, a friendship. Um, but Travis, that's a whole different ball game that Travis is on another league. He, you know, he's all about the old school. I call him Mr. Nostalgia you know, he, he, he thinks he's, you know, the best seventies painter. And when he, <laughs> when he painted uh, the psycho Kuda, I told him he was on LSD, you know, because, <laughs> you know, and, and it, it's probably, you know, I'm not going to say anything, but, you know, but no, I, uh, I, you know, we have our, we have our moments that, you know, we, we uh, go at each other, you know, when people see us roll down, we'll purposely, roll down uh, next to each other and everybody just goes crazy. I mean, especially uh, like I put like little rubber duckies all over his uh, car and in his trailer. I did it all. Uh, it, it was, it was fun. I got a good laugh out of, you know, Bucky and it's hard to make Bucky laugh, you know, but, uh, but overall, nah, they're, they're really good people. Um, and Travis, he would do anything for anybody. Bucky would do the same. Um, dad is actually building uh, their new car. On their new stalker. Oh, spoiler yeah. alert! They're getting a new yeah, stalker. Spoiler alert! And I talked to Travis yesterday. He he knows I was going to talk some some more <laughs> shit about him, but you know, um, he he gave me some inside scoop of this of this new car, and you know, he uh, he wants to keep it how it is. What like, can you tell us? Going... What can you tell us? What, what kind of car? <laughs> uh, I want to know now. It's a bit, it's a, you know, of course, a big body taxi cab, you know, as Travis calls it, you know, I call it an anchor. You might as well just throw an anchor out because they're slow anyways. Um, you know, it, it's, it's another one of those, but it's a, it's a car that, um, the average is actually really good. Um, you know, he, they, they've always wanted to be the fastest. And back when David Barton had, uh, his, his combination now, he killed it. You know, I mean, um, in that cornet, and 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 that's the thing. You know, he's he's disciplined so much because there's so there are factors so ridiculously high um, that he can't you know run with the novas. Um, you know, he can't you know run with the fast guys. So you know, he has to try to find some other way. Um, but he he told me that. Uh, you know, he's, we're building this new car. It's not going to be a crazy paint job. It's literally going to be that car. And it's going to look, look like, you know, 
19, you know, 50s patina. And it's going to be cool. It's going to be different. But, you know, him and the old school stuff, you know, that's uh, that's all they they love. Um, and and I, I, I love it, too. But, you know, it's uh, it's a whole different ball game for me. You know, I, he calls the Nova mini truck paint job. <laughs> you know so and and it's it's cool i mean we go back and forth back and forth but you know it, overall he's he's a good guy um and you know i i have a lot of respect for him yeah no he he is he's a good guy and i know i know deep down that you guys are friends that's the only reason i would bring something like that oh, up. Yeah, travis has phenomenal painter my goodness i i watch his videos i like I get nervous just watching them. I'm like, oh my god, what if what if what if the brush goes the wrong way there? Like, uh, it's what he can do with a paint brush is just unbelievable. Oh and, yeah, um, it's just it's just not even fair that like I wasn't blessed with even like a you know one hundredth of that kind of like artistic ability. So right. you know, I'm I'm envious, I'm jealous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now nah, they're they're a good family. And um, yeah, they are fast. It's going to be, you know, kind of upsetting though if you're telling me that he's going to have this car and it's not going to have one of those crazy exotic Travis has paint jobs. It's going to be like a, from what you're making it sound like a plain Jane type of type of deal here. It could be a sleeper car or something. Yep, that's that's the look he's going for. He's going to have everything, you know, all the best parts in it. But it's <laughs> he said it's going to look like a rust bucket. <laughs> well, we've we've reached out to them to. Uh, joined the podcast a while ago and and bucky said he was they were just they're so overloaded with work right now they didn't really have yeah. the time but hopefully we can get them on because i know i'm sure bucky's got a lot of a lot of stories and uh oh, yeah. he can share but um yeah he's, that's uh you know good for them another car maybe they need a driver maybe i can uh weasel my way in there you know yeah yeah you probably have i, to I keep paint. i keep t- oh i told uh travis yesterday i was like did you enter for Maple Grove uh, National? And he's like, no, why would I? I'm like, dude, come on. Like, go in super stock with me because he's he's gone to super stock too. You know, he he's raced Virginia last year in super stock. And he said, man, this this stuff is pretty cool. So, you know, I'm not the only one who thinks it's, it's fun, you know, throwing a stocker into super stock and letting her eat, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's like I said, I wish I could – take advantage of that situation and um i mean i i would as i get older and as as my father you know as we get older and we kind of get tired of the stick shift stuff i might start thinking about turning my stalker into a super stalker but that's that's further down the line but uh let's go let's so when you're not racing you are into the uh, slot car racing right yep <laughs> so big time <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that. Do you have cool replicas of of cars? Yeah, actually, um, I have uh, Bucky's Psycho Cuda. Um, I'm it's in the works, but I have Travis's High Anxiety, you know. And on the back windshield, I'm going to make sure it says somewhere on, like a picture of a duck or duck. something because <laughs> I, I have to. Um, I have uh, Fred Henson's Dart, uh, Jimmy Daniels Dart. Uh, Steve Camella's Barracuda, the uh, the black one. Um, I have uh, all three Fletcher replicas. Um, you know the Nova, the and both Camaros. Um, I have uh, 
the King Cuda, you know, so it, you know, that, and then, you know, I, I'm, I'm in the dragster side because the dragsters are a lot more consistent, you know, but, you know, I'm a stock super stock guy. So, you know, I have, you know, Carl Martell on his replica. I have Johnny Gray's replica, which, I mean, they're, they're to a T. They look exactly like them. And every time that, you know, I do something with them, I send, you know, Johnny or Carl, you know, a picture of it, you know, um, they thought it was, they thought it was awesome. Um, my, my car's in the works. Um, it just takes forever to get somebody to paint that small. Are you, yeah, I was going to say, are you, are you making these cars or who, who's doing these for so you? So I, I build some of the chassis, um, but paint is way out of my realm. <laughs> I cannot hold a pen to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I have uh, two guys, uh, AJ Buchanan and uh, JP Schuster. Um, they're up in Ohio. They're, you know, big car, you know, gurus. Actually, JP actually paints uh, big cars. Um, and, you know, AJ, he, he does a lot, of, a lot of my dragster stuff. And uh, I have one more replica that you would actually really like. And that's the Joe Franco. Joe and, Franco. Yeah. And, and you know, it, stuff like that. I mean, the, these slot cars, they're just getting like crazy about like you're spending, you know, four or $500 on a car, you know, just, just because, just to have it, you know? Wow. Um, you know, but the, the biggest thing is, you know, I, I've, I've raced slot cars for maybe four, four years now. Um, when I started, I sucked. Like I was horrible. Um, last year, a light switch went on and I mean, I've, I've walked away last year with 21 grand in Whoa. slot cars. <laughs> um, they, the biggest one, um, they have is they call it the slot car million. Um, and, uh, I'm really good friends with uh, the guy that runs it. His name's Cody Moore. He's out of uh, Texas or Oklahoma. He's a top dragster racer. Um, but I'm really good friends with him. And I, I got it at, you know, uh, a track in Tennessee that could hold, you know, 80 some people. And I mean, you have, you know, all your big name, you know, uh, racers that, that come to this. And there was 746 uh, cars and it took two days to finish, and I walked away with eleven five. Wow! In one race, you know, so it, it's it it it's pretty cool. Um, this year I reached out. Um, I'm really good friends with Bo Butner, and uh, he has a slot car track in his shop. So I sold him a bunch of slot car parts, and um, I talked to him, said, hey you know, I'm kind of looking for another place because the owner of the other place was, you know, he was kind of hard to deal with. But I told Bo, I was like, this is for the racers. You know, you're going to get a lot of people here. Um, he talked to Cody, and now the slot car million this year is going to be at Bo Butner's race shop. Um, you know, and I know it's going to have an even bigger crowd this year just because then of where it's at. Um, you know, so it, it's it's a good thing. Um, you know, a bunch of runner-ups, a bunch of wins, um, doing that stuff. I mean, it, it's just crazy. You know, you're you're ripping on somebody in 75 feet. You know, taking two thousand. You know, 
<laughs> it's it, it's it's a lot to it. Um, you know, I but I get tired of it in the summer. So you know, of course, you know, I got I got a bracket car, so I I brace that. And when I go race the Nova, I go race that too. So what is your bracket car? Uh, <laughs> it's an S10. <laughs> oh, okay. Famous S10. Everybody has one. What a uh, um, motor. You have a three. Um, I was actually uh, last weekend. I went to WFC, the World Footbreak Challenge, um, and I actually did good. Um, you know, I've I've just started learning this this truck. Um, I race uh, for a guy. Um, he out of South Carolina. He uh, he just lets me race, and I get to have have fun in his stuff. Oh, so he owns so, the S10, and yep. you drive for him. What what mm-hmm. kind of motor and what ETs does that run? Uh, it has a, a 464 uh, Chevy motor in it, and it uh, it goes like well at Bristol it was going 620s, but here it goes like 590s in the eighth. eighth it's model, all eighth mile racing. Uh, that's that's the bottom bulb level. or top bulb. Oh, um, bottom bulb for now. Um, we we're going to put a box in it and start going to all these you know top bulb races and stuff like that. Um, I can't pass up the deal because it's a 50 50 split. Um. You know, so basically entry fee and gas, that's all I have to pay for. And if I win anything, split it down the middle. Count me in. I'm in a that's seat. <laughs> wonderful. All right. That's always a good, that's always a good uh, deal. Take, take advantage of that. So, well, before we let you go, I just, you know, the one question that we try to ask every guest on uh, our show is what, what rule change would you make? to stock or super stock if you could um or you would like to see nhra you know change that you think would help that you think would make things more cost efficient whatever you think it is to be honest with you at uh tyler bohannon's race when they had the it was basically like comp how you go off your index and you race off your index I would love that. A CIC race. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, when I saw that, I was like, ooh, yeah. Um, that's a must. Um, I think Campolito cleaned house there. He was going two seconds under and an Ernie Neal uh, Caprice. Yeah. Yeah. He's, we're, we're on a stock, super stock uh, forum on Snapchat. And, we, you know, we, we talk. There's a bunch of us, um, a couple people from down south, a couple people from Ohio. and all over really, but, um, you know, it's all the, all the good, you know, stock, super stock racers, um, that are on that. And we, we just have fun. And, um, when I, when I saw that, I, I, I told dad, I was like, damn, we, we really need to go to that next year because I mean, I'll, I'll throw it in stock, <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, if I always thought that if you, at a divisional D1 race, when there's 137 stockers and 120, 22 super stockers, instead of having a bracket race when it's the same thing over and over and over, it would be nice to have that, you know, that CRC race. The, you know, you, it, it shows your stuff. Um, and you gotta, you gotta know how to drive. I mean, dad, he raced comp for until, 2000 and uh you know that's when i started racing juniors and you know he 
he would tell me, you know, the, the stories and everything about, you know, racing comp. And I've always loved comp. I mean, you got, you know, David Rampey. Um, that was one of my dad's cars. Uh, Frank Aragona. Um, you know, all the big hitters. Um, you know, and, and, and I look up to them. You know, I look up to Rambo. I look up to Frankie. Um, they're, they're really good, uh, you know, friends with me and everything. And, um, you know, when, when Frank, when Frankie came out with dad's new car, um, it, it literally, he, it's a brand new altered, um, but this was the first one with an all carbon fiber body that dad, uh, that dad made and he trademarked it. So nobody else can do it. And it's, you know, 55 pounds lighter than all the other bodies, you know? So when you have Frankie going out there and winning the division and the national in one year, you know, in a brand new car, I mean, it just shows how, how good, you know, dad is. And, you know, that, that comp concept in the stock or super stock would be awesome. I would love it. I, I, I can't wait till next year. I, I, I told Tebow, I was like, look, I'm coming. That's it. <laughs> you know, I'm doing it, you know, and, and that was, that's probably the biggest thing or, or get rid of the slow cars. That, that would be a good thing too. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like the K sock on. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> well, thanks. Okay. Yeah. I've been hearing a lot of people say next year, Bohannon's race. I mean, that, that race was fun this year. The weather was unbelievable and uh, it was a good event. So oh, we yeah. look forward to seeing you. I'll probably be there next year again and hope to see you there next year as well. So we thank you for joining us today and uh, we wish you luck. Um, bracket racing this weekend and then class racer nationals uh, in a couple weeks at new media. So hope to see you there. I know I'll be there and um, that's it. Everybody safe travels. Lots of racing going on this weekend. We got a Jeg Sports Nationals already going on today in Ohio. We got Sonoma D7 going on today and tomorrow. And then another one Saturday and Sunday. We've got the national event in Colorado, Bandemir Speedway. So everybody, good luck and safe travels. See you next time.